Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. In our last episode, we learned about Jesus' time in the wilderness as he was tempted by Satan. He was in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights, and not once did Jesus give in to Satan's temptations. Jesus never once sinned. He resisted the devil. And now it was time for Jesus to officially begin his ministry, to do what God his Father had sent him to do. Now you might be thinking, what was happening to John the Baptist now that Jesus began his ministry? John the Baptist was the one who had pointed the Israelites to Jesus, the Messiah. He had been preaching and baptizing and calling the people to repentance. Well, John the Baptist was a bold man. He was not afraid to speak the truth, even to the government officials. John the Baptist was not afraid to call out Herod, the man the Romans had put in charge to govern over the Israelites. John the Baptist knew that Herod was an evil man who did wrong, so John the Baptist said so. Well, as you can imagine, Herod did not like this. He did not like John the Baptist speaking these things about him, so he had John thrown in prison. This is where John remained. And When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he returned to Galilee. He left his hometown of Nazareth and he went and lived in Capernaum, which was by the lake in the area of Zebulun and Naphtali. This fulfilled what was said through the prophet Isaiah. This was another clue that pointed to Jesus as Messiah. Hundreds of years before, Isaiah had said, Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way to the sea along the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people living in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. That was a prophecy, a clue that Isaiah the prophet had given hundreds of years before that Jesus would be the light living in the land of darkness. He would be the light to come, to shine truth, to shine hope to shine light to a people who were looking for a Messiah. He would be the one to come and live in Capernaum in the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. There were so many clues that the prophets had left and all of those clues when put together fit like a puzzle that pointed to Jesus. Now after leaving Nazareth and moving to Capernaum, Jesus began to preach. He began to preach to the people and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Little did they know how near it was. Little did they know that Jesus had brought the kingdom of heaven in himself. He was there, ready to reveal to them that he was God's son come to save them. Now one day as Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea because they were fishermen. He went on to one of the boats, which was Simon's, and he asked Simon to push him out a little from the shore. Then he sat down and began to teach the people who had been crowding around, listening to Jesus and his message and his words. Jesus sat down and taught the people from the boat. 
When he had finished speaking, he said something interesting. He turned to Simon and he said to Simon, launch out into the deep water and let down your nets to catch fish. Well, Simon could barely believe what he heard. He turned to Jesus and he said, Master, we've been working hard all night and have not caught anything. We've been letting down our nets into the deep water all night long, and there are no fish in this water to be caught. But then Simon looked at Jesus sitting there in his boat, and he said, Jesus, because you say so, I will let down the nets one more time. Now, friends, what is about to happen next? I have to prepare you for something amazing, something miraculous, something that Simon and Andrew did not expect to happen, happened. Andrew and his brother Simon took those nets, those big, large nets, and they threw them into the water and they let down those nets. And suddenly, as they began to pull on the nets, it felt heavy. It felt very heavy. As they began to pull up their nets, they saw in those nets such a large number of fish, so large that the nets began to break. There were so many fish. They couldn't believe it. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came. And do you know that they filled not one boat full of fish, but two boats full, so full that those boats began to sink. Well, when Simon Peter saw this, he couldn't believe it. He knew something miraculous had just taken place before his very eyes, something he had never seen in his entire life. Who was this man? Who was this man, Jesus, who spoke to him and told him to go back out into the water and let down his net? Who was this man who knew what was going to happen? When Simon Peter saw all of this, he immediately ran and fell at Jesus' knees and said, Lord, I am a sinful man. Jesus, I cannot be in your presence, for you are holy and I am sinful. For Simon Peter and every man who had helped him were amazed and astonished at all of the fish that they had pulled up out of the water. There were two other brothers there that day, John and James, the sons of Zebedee. They were Simon Peter's partners. Jesus turned and he looked at Simon Peter. He looked him right in the eyes and he said, Simon, come and follow me. And I will make you a fisher of men. What did he mean? What did Jesus mean? I will make you a fisher of men. He looked at Simon. He said, don't be afraid, Simon. From now on, you will catch men. And Simon Peter and his brother Andrew didn't have to think twice. They did not have to take a minute or an hour or a day to think about it. Immediately. They pulled their boats up on the shore and they left everything and followed Jesus. And when Jesus saw James and John, the sons of Zebedee, he saw them in their boat mending their nets with their father. He called to them and he said to them too, come and follow me and I will make you fishers of men. 
And do you know that James and John did not have to think twice either? They left their boats and not only did they leave their boats and their nets, they left their father in the boat too. And they said, Father, we have to go and follow this man, Jesus. He's calling us. He's calling us to follow him. And we've never met a man like him before. We've never seen anything like this before. And so they left. Simon, Peter, Andrew, James, and John became some of the first disciples who would follow Jesus and who would become fishers of men. Dear true seekers, what a powerful story. Jesus came and he met the disciples right where they were. They were fishermen, ordinary fishermen, doing ordinary things, living an ordinary life. All they knew every day was to get up and go throw their nets in the water and catch fish and make a living until the day that Jesus came and called them and their life would be drastically changed. Their life would never be the same. Do you know, friends, that Jesus comes and he calls you too? He calls you to be fishers of men. You may say, well, there's nothing special about me. I'm just an ordinary boy or I'm just an ordinary girl. You know, Jesus loves to do amazing and miraculous things through the ordinary. He loves to take what we can give him and turn it into something great. Turn it into something amazing for his glory. The fishermen didn't have much to offer, but Jesus knew. Jesus knew he could use them for his glory. Jesus knew that they were going to be used for a specific purpose and calling. And so he called them to follow him. He knew that they were going to in turn call other men and women to follow him. Jesus is calling you and me today to be fishers of men. What does that mean to be a fisher of men? It means that we go and we spread the good news of the gospel to men and women, young and old alike. We tell them the truth of the good news that Jesus the Messiah has come. He has lived among us. He has died for us. He has risen again and he's coming back one day for us. We get to be fishers of men. We get to spread the good news that Jesus has come and he has saved us. That's what it means to be a fisher of men. We're called to go out and spread the good news, the message that Jesus has died for our sins, that he's risen again, that he forgives us, and that he lives inside of us now, and that he's coming back for us one day. That's good news. And that's what you and I are called to do. We get to be like Simon Peter and Andrew and James and John. We get to be followers of Jesus who will go forth and spread the good news to those who need to hear it. So what do you say? Are you going to answer Jesus' call to be a fisher of men? Are you a fisher of men today? Did you notice that when Jesus called Simon Peter and Andrew and James and John, they didn't have to think about it? They didn't say, well, let me go home and just talk to my family and my friends and, and let me think about it for a while. No, it says they responded to his call immediately, immediately. They knew they didn't want to miss out on what Jesus had to offer them. They didn't want to take time to think about it. They knew in their hearts right then in that moment that this Jesus was the man that they were going to follow for the rest of their lives. Friends, don't waste time. 
Respond to his call now, today, this moment. All we have is this moment right now. And Jesus is speaking to you today. Will you follow him? Will you receive him as your Lord and master and savior? Will you leave everything that's important to you and make him the most important thing in your life to follow him no matter where he says to go or what he says to do? Will you just say yes? Yes, Jesus, here I am. Yes, Lord, I will follow you. Yes, I will give my life to fully surrender to you. Whatever you say, Jesus, I will do. Jesus, we give you our yes today, just like those first disciples did. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in Mark chapter 1, Matthew chapter 4, and Luke chapter 5. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Jesus, Jesus, we thank you that you're calling us right now. You're calling us by name. Just like you called Simon Peter and Andrew and James and John, you're calling each of us by name. And Jesus, today we say yes. We don't think about it. We just say yes. We respond to your call immediately. We will follow you and we will be fishers of men. We will spread the good news that you will come and that you are here and that you're drawing us closer to you. Jesus, give us opportunities every single day to be fishers of men. Give us opportunities to share your good news with those around us who need to hear about you. Help us not to be afraid, but give us boldness and courage to speak your name and to speak the truth of who you are. You are amazing, Jesus. You are a miracle worker. You are good and holy and faithful and righteous. And we will follow you. We will give our lives to serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I have a couple messages to read before we go. This one says, we turn on your podcast every single night in each of our girls' bedrooms, ages 7 and 10, after tucking them in, and it's the only way they will fall asleep. We have been listening to your podcast for well over a year now. It helped the girls transition smoothly through a recent move we just made, and it has taught us all so much about God and what the Bible has to tell us in a way that is so easy to understand. Actually, our girls have taught us so much through this podcast and we are so thankful for you for that keep doing what you're doing it is truly making an impact well thank you so much for taking the time to share that that keeps me going thank you so much what a special review this next message says, hi, my name is Zipporah and I'm 11. I love your podcast. It really helps me when I am mad or sad and even happy. And when I am on the bus going to school, it helps me get ready for the day ahead of me. During COVID, it really helped me do my work to know that God is with me during that time. You are great at doing your podcast and I love all of them. I don't have a favorite because I love all of them and I also love listening to them in the bath with a mask and it's really relaxing. You help my brain so much. I love you and your podcast. Well, thank you so much, Zipporah. I love knowing that the podcast is being listened to anywhere, anytime, anyway. I love it. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. And don't forget, you can support me over on Patreon at patreon.com 
forward slash Sherilyn R. Grant. I'm working on getting caught up there with extra resources for each of the episodes. You can go over there and um, see if that's something that you can use or that's helpful to you. Um, But overall, just thank you for leaving the reviews. Thank you for your support and prayers. And I look forward to our time together next week.